0: This is the Let's Roll Podcast with your host, Double R. What's up, everybody? It's your host, the Rose and Double R. This is the Let's Roll Podcast. Today's episode, let's talk about home improvement. In this episode, I discuss all the different home improvements that need, that need to be made in a home for the disabled, that and much more right after this. So what's going on, everybody? I hope you're... Week is going well, and today's episode is going to talk about home improvement uh, for the disabled and things that have not have to be done but should be done in the home to make it more accessible for someone that has a disability. Now, every disability is different, so every home improvement is going to be different. But I'm going to take it from a person that is. Uses a wheelchair or is wheelchair bound uh, for the most part. You know what some of the different things that need to be done in a home to make it more accessible. Now, granted, based on what your home would, would what your home is, how big it is, one story, two story, et cetera, is based on what kind of um, accessibility changes to the house need to be made. Now, I lived, when, before I moved back home to my mom's house, um, I lived in a mobile home with my first wife, and even before that, I lived in, in an apartment. Now, I'll start with the apartment. The apartment was was a accessible apartment for the disabled. To a point. Now, when I say to a point, just because a house is accessible to the disabled doesn't mean it's accessible for everyone or every type of disability. So, in my apartment, I had two big bathrooms. For the most part, was very accessible. Like uh, big, wide doors. Bathroom was spacious, open, so I could get in there. I could go to the, you know, bathroom. I could about the bathtub. Uh, the counter was not necessarily accessible but it was still not so high or anything to that I, that I couldn't use it. Now I'm different. I'm 3 foot 10 um, and so I'm very small have very short arms. I don't only say very short arms but I have short arms and so my reach is not very far. Um, and then when I lived at the apartment I lived, I, I was in a manual chair. And so I didn't have the ability to raise up and down like I do in my power chair now. Um, So the only modifications that I really needed to be done in the apartment was I needed a washer and dryer that I could load and unload. So I ended up getting a front-end washer and dryer because the washer and dryer that was in the apartment was just – well, at least the washer was a regular washer. And so – um, so it was top-loaded. So that was difficult. But my dad made me a gadget where it was basically like a hook that I could reach down the hook to close and pull them out. So I could do my laundry in that, but it was easier if it was front-end. So I didn't get a front-end washer and dryer until probably about three years after I'd been living at that apartment. So that was one change. And other than that, that was the only change. Well, we made a change in the pantry to make it uh, easier for me to reach things to grab things that like canned goods and stuff, but those are very minimal changes that we made in the apartment because the apartment was one story, uh, there was no threshold that I had to go jump on. uh, had sidewalks that went down into the driveway, you know, it, it, or in the parking lot. So, the overall apartment itself was accessible, it was fine. Then I moved to the trailer. And when I moved to the trailer, first thing that we had to do, well, we had to build a way for me to get into the trailer. So uh, we had to add a deck. And then along with the deck, we had to have a ramp. And now, you know, a trailer is kind of high, you know, higher than, than, than a house. And so we had a deck. We built a deck and on one side it had stairs for people that could walk upstairs. And then it and then, around the front of the deck, there was a ramp that went up, and then it went to a platform, and then it went up again, and then to a platform, and that platform was connected to the to the deck. So I went up on a ramp that just went around the deck for me to get up to the door to to the, um, I mean, to the door to the to the uh, trailer, and then when I got my my van that had, because when I first moved well when I moved out, I had a truck. And then uh when I moved to the the mobile home, I had a truck for the first couple of years that we were there and then I got a van. And once I got a van then I had this ramp. Well at the time I was in my manual chair and I couldn't go up that. I couldn't go up the uh the the ramp of the van on my own own easily. So my brother added a platform. So when I parked my van, my lift would just—or not my lift, my ramp would go down on this platform to make it more like a bridge. And I could just roll off onto the platform, and then that platform was connected to the ramp. So, so that was a modification there. The other mo- modifications inside the trailer uh, was the bathtub in our master bathroom because we had a we have a separate shower and bathtub. And in our master bathroom it had a garden tub. Well I when I take a you know, when I've taken a bath in the baths or even the bath at my apartment or even here at my mom's house, I have a handheld shower head, you know, like sprayer. So in the trailer we modified the the um bathtub to where I put in a faucet, but it was a kitchen faucet that had a A a sprayer that came out So I could rinse my hair off And rinse my body off And stuff like that So that's another modification we made So we made the ramp I mean the jack and ramp modification We made uh, the bathtub modification And then on the hallway doors The other The the way we modified those We couldn't widen a lot of those doors Because you're stuck with The way the trailer is built but all I really needed to do was cut the door stops. Like the in the door frames. Like when your door shuts, it stops on some wood that goes all the way around or all the way on both sides of the door and on the top. Well, we cut those door stops the height of my wheels on my wheelchair. We cut them out, cut them off and, and down. So the door could would still close properly. But it wouldn't have door stops where my wheels would go through the, Excuse me, through the door. So we did that modification, uh, and then we did little minor minor things like we put stuff in cabinets to make it easier to for me to get stuff out of it, and you know little things like that. Um, you know, we put the lights on remotes so we could turn the lights off. You know, I could turn the lights off and on, stuff like that. All right, so those are the modifications I have at the trailer. So then when I got divorced and I moved back home with my mom, now my mom's house is a house that I grew up from. the. I was here, I first lived here from the age of 15 to 30. And this house was not totally accessible. Um, It was manageable, but not totally accessible. So the things that we did here was like in my room, we lowered down the light switches uh, so I could reach them. Not only that I could reach them in a wheelchair, but I could reach them from the floor. Because at one time, I used to get around on the floor. I crawled everywhere. That's how I got around. But the older I got, the heavier I got, the more I stayed in my wheelchair and wasn't on the ground that much anymore. So we did things like light switches down low. Uh, we had strings on our fans so I could reach them and, you know, turn the light off, you know, turn the fan on and off or whatever. Um, the door to my bedroom, bedroom was wide enough. The bathroom door was wide enough. The only problem with the bathroom, uh, was that it was basically go in and back out. I could not turn around the bathroom. It was a very skinny bathroom. And it wasn't until I moved back here recently that we had that uh, remodeled. So now that bathroom is real big and spacious to where I can just roll in and turn around and don't have to, you know, worry about trying to close the door and stuff. But before that happened, uh, that bathroom was – it worked for me as far as being able to get on the toilet or get in the bathtub with minor things like you know uh, you know had a bathroom bar or rail that attached to the bathtub to where I could grab and hold on to it to get down in the bathtub and that kind of stuff um, and then I do, do remember when I moved back here recently that I, I you know I could go in and I could close the door but once I closed the door I couldn't open the door. Even if I just kind of shut the door, I still couldn't open it. It was too hard for me to reach back behind it, like back up to the door and reach out back behind it to pull the door open. So it was too hard to do that. So I told my mom one day, I was like, Man, I need a way to be able to pull that door back open and not be up against it when I do it. So what, what she did was she tied a string on the doorknob and then ran the string down the wall that the door quote, went, opened up against ran a string down the wall using uh, eye hooks or bolts or whatever you want to call them, and ran the string through them and then put the other end of the string down, to, you know, the other end of the wall. So when I was coming out, as long as I didn't totally shut the door and just kind of closed it to where it was closed enough to know that I was in there, but not, quote, latched where I couldn't open it, I could just pull the string and it would open the door. So that's one way my mom modified the house. Um, as far as getting into the house, um, we didn't. We only put a ramp at the back door for me to come into the back door. Um, that when I first lived here, and then um, since I moved back, we put a ramp on the front door. At first, I didn't even have a ramp on the front door when I came back. I just was in my manual chair, and I could just pop myself up and then just kind of grab the door frame and pull myself up into the door, but that was getting eventually getting too hard to do, so we ended up getting a ramp that we put out there that I could just roll up on. Um, But but the biggest modification to the house was, as far as disability goes, is um, the bathrooms. We made both bathrooms in this house big enough for a wheelchair to go in, turn around, do whatever you got to do, and get out easily. Uh, my mom's bathroom doesn't even have a door on it; she just has an opening, and she puts curtain. She's put curtains up to make it more private, but the curtains are just uh, for privacy only. It's not, you know, it's not a door to close off and you know walk or anything. It's but our on the bathroom I use and my friend uses. Um, we, we have, you know, it's just a, it's still a door there, but since the bathroom's so big now, we can turn around and close it, open it, whatever. Um, but those are the big main changes. Uh, As far as the kitchen goes, nothing was changed in the kitchen because my mom's still here. She still cooks and, and we, we, me, well, I and the other people that live here that are in wheelchairs, we can cook, uh. We try we do have some things that are down low for us to reach as far as dishes and pans and stuff. But for the most part the kitchen's not that big of a deal. And now that I have my chair that raises up and down, I can raise up and grab reach things that are a little bit higher and stuff like that. But I still have my mom here to help me get stuff that I can't reach. So it's it's okay. Um doorways None of the doorways had to be uh, widened uh, because when we redid the bathroom I used, we eliminated the the original door and made the, there was a bedroom next to the bathroom. And basically what we ended up doing is taking the closet out of the bathroom and then making the, the door to the bedroom the actual, the door to the bathroom too. So, and then there's, between the bathroom and the bedroom There's now an archway An open archway That goes into that room where the bed is uh, So you basically have to go to to in order to sleep in that bedroom You have to go into the bathroom It's not that big of a deal But uh, eventually There's talk of taking out The wall between The two rooms Because there's another bedroom That's on the other side of The wall of the the bedroom that's in the bathroom, take that wall out and make that door to that bedroom, the actual bedroom door. And then we'll close all not close it off, but we'll, we have the stuff to do it. We put barn doors on the big opening to the bathroom. So you still have access to that bathroom, but you don't necessarily have to go into the bathroom to get to that bedroom, you know, eventually. But right now that's not the way it is. Um, but there hasn't been a whole lot of other changes to our house that to make it more accessible for disability. But let's talk about different changes that could be made in the house for the disabled. Uh, as far as somebody in a wheelchair, you, you know, you, you, here, here we go. I'll, I'll do it this way. When I was married to my first wife, we talked about getting a house. And my biggest concern was, all right, do I go get a new house that's built and then have to do the modifications to it? Uh, or do I go get a fixer-upper that I still have to do modifications to it that it might be a little bit easier because it'll be a fixer-upper and we're going to have to fix things, anything. Anyway, or do I ha- go I have a house built on some land or lot or whatever to more of my needs and stuff? So there is a like a catch-22, so to speak, when you're modifying something like a house. because, And I even use my vehicles as, as an example. Yes, I knew my vehicles ma- modified for me to drive them. But I always try to look at it as, okay, I want to modify this vehicle, but I don't want to modify it so much that a person, an able-bodied person, couldn't drive this car. Because... Because one, it gives me the ability to, to, if I can't drive, they can drive. The other is it's a resale or, 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 or we'll just say a resale value that, hey, yeah, this car is equipped for me, but uh, just minor changes here and there, and then it's, it's good for you to drive, and, you'll, and it'll be fine. Same thing with a house. You don't want to totally make a house totally suitable just for you. Because now it's just suitable just for you. It's not suitable for others. So there are some things that, yes, I would have suitable for me, but not so suitable that it makes it a an you know a no seller for someone else. For example, lowering light switches. Yeah, we can all lower light switches. You know, down enough to where, you know, a a, a We'll say, you know, eight or nine year old, 10 year old kid can turn them off and on. They're not going to be at the normal height for, you know, an adult, average body, able bodied person, but they'll be low enough to where someone in a wheelchair can reach them, but someone that's not in a wheelchair can still use them. So that's what I mean by not totally making it to where it's, it's suitable just for you. Another easy, E V change, it's not a big deal, or doorways. I just need bigger doorways. They don't have to be super huge or anything, but you know, bigger doorways. The bathrooms need to be bigger. They don't necessarily have to be designed or renovated in a way that won't suit someone of everybody, body, but or only suit me, but at least big enough for me or someone in a wheelchair that can go in there and turn the, completely around and go out without any struggle or any any problem. Sinks, stoves, uh, those kind of things could be lowered a little bit or they could be raised a little bit depending on the person in the wheelchair. But I would say that them being cut out underneath to where you can pull up a wheelchair is fine for most people in wheelchairs. It might not work for me exactly, but it's better than not being able to pull up to something, to wash your hands or whatever. Now, granted, me myself, and 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 my friends and family, uh, that do have what I have and same disability, we come up with creative ways to be able to do things, even if it's not adapted to us. So. It's not that we can't work with it. It's just so I think the main, main things in a house that need to be uh, designed and, and accessibility and, and for the disabled are doorways, entryways. So if you need to have a ramp or you know, something to that nature, a door opener or whatever to make it more accessible for you to get in and out of your house. Once you're in the house, doorways to be, you know, wider doorways. Bathrooms definitely need to be big and spacious for wheelchairs. Kitchens need to be also not super big, but they do need to be a good, spacious kitchen. Kitchen, and 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 try to design it in a way that someone in a wheelchair can use it easily, and and not struggle because. You know, for example, the microwave over the stove, or you know you know that kind of deal, those gotta go because those don't help anybody um that's in a wheelchair, even if they can raise up uh it it needs those things need to be lowered um so you know, just little things like that accessibility um the only thing that I would add to to a home improvement that needs to be done. Uh, as far as someone that's disabled is, at least for someone in a wheelchair, is a driveway is must-have, and it needs to be a very flat surface driveway, not ground, not grass, not gravel. Um, it could be asphalt, it can be concrete, something to that nature, uh, because you do need a, a, a an easy and accessible way to get in and out of your vehicle And in and out of the house Easily accessible Other things would be like having a garage door opener Obviously Um, Like here at the house We have a gate opener For our back gate So it's like a garage door You know Looks like a garage door opener But it's for a gate And it opens the gate for us to pull in And close the gate behind us Um, I have I have little things little door closers on my door, so it it and at one time it would shut the door completely uh but it but i had to I had to put it on a setting to where it would force the doors close that it would make the door slam and make too much noise, so now I just have it to where it kind of closes behind me, and then I can turn around or I can reach back and pull it pull it close. Uh, so, I do have little things like that that are easy to get uh, and easy to put on any door so it will help close the door. Um, but it's just little things like that. And then you come up with little other things to be able to reach things and, you know, flip a light switch on or off if it's not low enough or something's in the way and you can't totally reach it, but you can get like a grabber or something to turn it off and on. But as far as home improvement goes, those are the main factors are the, the bathrooms, the doorways, and the ability to get in and out of the house safely and easily. So whenever I go start, when I, when I was looking at houses with my ex-wife, you know, that's the first thing I would start looking at. Okay, what's the bathroom look like? You know, what's the kitchen look like? You know, what are the doorways like? I started looking at all of these things and I kept telling her, I said, Look, there's gonna be a lot of modifications we gotta do to a house if we're if we're buying a house because we just gotta make it easier for me. And and I hate to sound like, okay, I'm being selfish, it's gotta do for me, but let's be real. I mean, if I'm gonna live there, I wanna be able to have as much accessibility as possible. So I gotta look at it from my point of view. Now, my ex-wife was legally blind, and there are not too many things as far as accessibility that I knew that we would have to change in the house. The only thing that I could, it's not really changing anything. It's just she had to learn like where things were and some things and, and to navigate through the house. And she wasn't totally blind. She was legally blind. There's a difference. But her vision was well enough to see, to get around, but it wasn't well enough to, you know, uh, be able to see everything. So there was a lot of things she did by memory. And just, you know, she knew where stuff was. But as far as accessibility goes, there was not a whole lot as far as the house itself goes now. Uh, We got, like, a bigger TV. We, you know, uh, I think that's really the only thing that we really got for it was a bigger TV um, that I can remember. So I don't know what all the accessibility needs for all disabilities, but I do know as far as someone in a wheelchair and that uses a wheelchair for the most part, what kind of renovations and stuff need to be done to a place where they live. And you know, when it comes to other things in the house, like giving in and out of the bathtub, there's all kinds of things that you can get that will help someone in a wheelchair get you know, in and out of the bathtub. There's things that will help you get in and out of the bed. There's you know, those kind of things, but those aren't necessarily for the house itself. I mean, like something you have to do to that to the house itself, just basic things for the house itself again are. Renovating the bathroom to where it's more accessible, renovating doorways to make them more accessible, entryways more accessible, you know, just those type of things. But those are kind of the home improvement things that need to be done um, at the house for someone with a disability. Now I want to take a little break here and I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk about some of the changes that we have made at the house, at my mom's house. Not necessarily for the disabled or the disability, but just some of the things that we've done since I've been here and the goods and bads about it. And I'll do that right after this. So one of the biggest things that we did here when when I moved back is that we got solar panels and, uh, along with a new roof. And it needed to be done. The roof at the time was way over 30-something years old. And my mom was interested in getting solar panels because, you know, they sell you on it. It's going to save you money. It's going to help you with your light bill, blah, blah, blah. And that's debatable. But that's that's not that's neither here nor there right now. But, we got the to, roof, got the solar panels, we got those put in, and we had the use of the solar panels for, for about a year, and then we had a problem with them. And the reason I bring this up because that I'm going to kind of tell you my frustration with the solar panels. And it's not the solar panels themselves. It's the company that we used to put them on. And this company was really bad about uh, communicating, giving out to help us when we had a problem, and I was so frustrated with him. And one of the things that, when that, going back to the accessibility part, is I'm not able to ride around on on my wheelchair. Or at least I will say it this way: I am not comfortable in riding around over to the uh, breaker panel and the panels for all the so you know solars and all that to see if something's been thrown or something's not working or whatever. I, I'm physically not going to do it. For one, I don't want to get stuck and fall in a hole or whatever out there in the yard. My mom can go around there and has gone around there, but I really prefer her not to go around there because I don't want her to fall and step in a hole or whatever. So that being said, my one of my things I want to do is Pour, have a sidewalk pull, Poured from the front door All the way around to where The electric panel is In a, in a You know 4 by 4 square or Whatever uh, Slab Over there to where I can Roll around there and be able to look at it myself And mean, come back to the house Easily or even my mom could walk over there By herself but just make it a little bit More safe for us to do that but that right now hasn't happened but anyway, this company was a frustrating thing to deal with because we had all these issues and it took us almost a whole year to get all those issues resolved and I might go into a, a bigger story without and how my frustrations were. Um, so we got those done we got that fixed and and do I think it's a uh, do I think it does what it's supposed to? Yes and no. I don't see a big enough difference in our in our electric bill to say yeah it does and no it doesn't. But I don't know. And you know, I've my opinion on it is would I would I do it again? Probably not. I probably wouldn't get solar panels. Yes, part of the reason is because the area we live in is we have way too many trees and we're getting the best. Coverage or light You know sunlight or whatever on the solar panels that As we can without Have to cut down almost every tree in our yard So that is probably One of the biggest drawbacks on it And and it's not the It's not necessarily the solar panels themselves Or how they were installed or anything It's just that I don't see a big enough difference In our bill to really say Yeah it's made a big difference The other thing We got done was we got new gutters Put on the house and Uh, all the gutters on the house were all banged up and and just full of crap and everything. So we got some new gutters that are supposed to be uh, very maintenance-free, don't have to really do a whole lot to them at all. And um, so, so far they work great as far as I'm concerned. They look a whole lot better than what they used to. And then we, and then the most recent thing we had done was we had to replace our uh, gate opener, the one that we had on there had been over 15 years old and it wasn't even supposed to last that long and it finally died on us. And so we got a new gate opener. So those are little things that, you know, having a the house, these little things pop up here and there that you got to do. With. They're not cheap, they're not inexpensive, and but you have to do what you got to do with them. And those are some of the things that we've done since I've been here and um I mean, oh, I mean the other the big big major thing, and one of the reasons why I hadn't done a lot of episodes lately was we were building a shed uh to store all of my Dj gear and stuff that I had in storage because storage got ridiculous hot ridiculously high. so we built a storage unit storage building uh, you know, outside. And so I was not necessarily helped building that, but I was just my just dis- I was distracted by my brother doing that, so I was after, you know, watching him and stuff like that. I mean it's not the total reason why I hadn't been doing the episodes, but that's just one. So those are some of the changes that we've done here at home and and uh there's probably more to come eventually, but that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you check out the let's roll podcast.com. Send me your feedback, share the podcast. Consider becoming a scri- subscriber of the podcast to, to get access to the past episodes. Um eventually episodes go behind the sus- suscript- subscription. Uh, so if you are not a subscriber, meaning you won't be able to have access to those unless you become a subscriber. And it's only 99 cents a month uh, and then you'll have access to all those. Eventually, I'm going to start doing subscriber-only episodes. And I'll tell you about them on the regular episodes, but I might tell you, hey, I got a subscriber-only episode coming out, you know, whatever. But uh, until that happens, right now, it's just I'm going back and putting older episodes uh, under under the subscription. So um, I encourage you to become a subscriber. It's only $0.99 cents a month, and it helps me out. Also, uh, we have a YouTube page or YouTube channel, and th- those have the older episodes come out. I put an older episode out every Saturday. Uh, So that's another way you can go listen to them. But become a subscriber over there and, and give us a like and tell us how good we are and great we are. That means it. But as always, until next time, let's roll. Hey, this is Paula, and you're listening to the Let's Roll podcast with host Double R. Make sure you're following us on all of us social media. Find links in the description below or at theletsrollpodcast.com.